something has awoken in us this past year. As you've seen from previous episodes, we're really getting into this dystopian, war-torn, mecha anime thing. 86 is one of those shows I had seen around. Saw a model kid at the local shop when I was looking for Gundams. Main character is a Shiro. We know how that goes around these parts. So finally, we were ready to take it on. And so we're going to be talking about our thoughts from beginning to end on that bad boy. And just how much of a surprise, for good or bad, this show ended up being. Stick around, would you? Welcome back to the I Married a Wee podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast that, um, due to it being Thanksgiving week, are unbelievably thankful for you. Thank you for joining us on this episode. If you're new here, hi, my name's Tom. Been watching anime for quite some time, and I met a girl in college who was willing to start watching it with me. You knew exactly how that was going to go. I had to wife her up, and now we have a podcast where we talk about said cartoons. As a matter of fact, she's right here, Daniel. <laughs> Can I ruin that anymore? What's your name over there is what I meant to say. <laughs> I'm Danielle. That's right. I, they almost thought I knew your name. <laughs> I can't be having that. But yes, hope you guys are having a good start to Thanksgiving week. I'm a little biased on the week. I think Thanksgiving's good. It's a great amount of food. We love being thankful, obviously, but it's double for me because it's my beautiful wife's birthday. So I'm really just super thankful this week stoked and she's still uh by a couple months my favorite cougar around here so <laughs> absolutely stoked for the for the birthday week here um yeah my birthday is actually next sunday not uh, on thanksgiving just wanted sometimes it falls on thanksgiving that's but true not this year unfortunately. but it'll happen before the next episode that is true yeah. um yeah, I like eating my favorite meal around my birthday. Thanksgiving Perfect. is some of my favorite flavors. Uh-huh. Um, the cranberry. You <laughs> like that cranberry tube gelatin Yeah, stuff? right. It, you just shake the plate and it... <laughs> <laughs> does anyone eat that? I, I've never have. <laughs> Someone does. It keeps showing up every I'm year. I'm surprised you don't. You love cranberry. Oh, yeah. Why am I not eating that? <laughs> I knew it was cranberry, but I mean, because it is the shape of the... Yeah. yeah I'm going to try it's got the some. ridges of the can. I'm going to be that guy this year. Yeah. Now the question is, like, do people put that on their turkey? Like, how do you cranberry eat the cranberry? on the turkey? Yeah. How do you eat? You're Who not just going to eat the cranberry. Who told you that? I don't know. No, I think it just sits on a plate and you stare at it. Oh, so it's like a garnish on your plate. Yeah. Not for the food. It's modern art. That's what it is. It's the industrialist's modern art. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, this is getting a little out of hand. But if you're in fact new here and this is your first episode with us, well, it's nice to meet you. Hopefully our introduction didn't scare you off too much. <laughs> if you end up liking what you're listening to, please check us out um, on Instagram. If you have even got one. That's I Married a Weep Pod on Instagram. You're going to get about one post a week, uh, which is just a reminder of the Monday episode and what you can expect from it. There's also a link tree on that Instagram that'll get you into our Discord. What can you find on that Discord? Well, it's about as any any other discord but ours is cool so not that anyone else's isn't but i gotta tell you got some good folks around ours We're gonna talk anime show off you know the things that we buy just talk anime news roll for waifus be friends and that's it so if you want to be a cool person get in there i think do people want to be cool anymore or do we want to not be cool i don't know i don't know what the new kids are doing these nowadays. kids man i can't keep up with them if you want to be in that discord and 
you don't got an Instagram, there's actually the link to that in the description of this episode. And while you're looking in the description of this episode, if you can give us a follow or a like on whatever it is that you're uh, listening to us on, that'd be great. That's the last of the shilling. That's all we got for you. That's, that's about it. So um, we kind of really already started talking, but how are you? How was the weekend, Danielle? It was pretty good. Yeah. Got together with some of my girlfriends, had some lunch. It was nice. We love lunch at Coopy Hawk. Yeah, Cooper's Hawk. It's our, it's our just our place. It's kind <laughs> of the meetup spot. <laughs> they just put one in by us too, so apparently yeah. we're gonna be seeing a lot more of it. Yeah. Um. For oh, for you guys not in the know, what a Cooper's Hawk is though. Pretty is it pretty banging food? I've never been in there. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I've only been there three times now, but I've all three times I've gotten something different to eat. Sure. I've enjoyed every time. So Cooper's Hawk is known for their wine and you mm-hmm. can get like a wine club membership, whatever. I don't drink wine. Gives me mega headaches. Yeah. Um, but that's what people mainly like there. And then the food is also good and they have a pretty big menu. So bingo. That's it. Yeah. Don't know why we're advertising for them, but it's where you win. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I finally finished putting up the Christmas lights. Yeah. I'm really stoked on that. It Can feels good doing this. Okay, Thanksgiving people, we get it. We're gonna eat the food. <laughs> Chill. Okay. The turkey tastes the same yeah. if the Christmas tree and the lights are up or not. I yeah. just saw that on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's true though. Yeah. Yeah. Now we just because this was our first time putting up lights. Of course, we were gonna do it sooner, and it's like the last of the good weather. You want me on my roof when it's ten degrees out? Yeah. My legs were shaking up there, and it wasn't even cold. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, craziness. But and the trees up. We got one ornament. Our lovely daughter, Faye, is absolutely, we never know what she's going to be scared of. And this year, instead of the Hogwarts Express train that goes around the bottom of the tree, it's the sorting hat. We have an animatronic ornament that when you click the button, it talks, it furls its eyebrows and it's, you know, better be, and then it sorts you. Mm-hmm. I yep. always let other people go and then I just make sure I'm a Ravenclaw. You know, that's what a Ravenclaw would do. So Ravenclaw. I, exactly. That's so Ravenclaw. <laughs> make it happen make it happen uh yeah so we've we've it's been good it's nice to get into this uh pre-winter um hype game you know i feel like that's what the decorations is for it's to make it a little bit less sad once the snow hits and you're like oh shit we're yeah. in for it now mm-hmm. it's all right i am excited that i'm black friday which is usually when we put up the christmas stuff excuse me we can actually relax Maybe watch a movie. I know. Isn't that going to be great? And I'm not have to frantically be stressed. I got to, at my leisure, put up the Christmas tree and fluff it and do the lights, which I did a banging job on the lights on the tree this year. Um, so much so that we were popping <laughs> fuses in the little lights because you can't string that many. Yeah. Well, I at least the ones we have. Yeah. So we'll be, uh, we'll be buying the strands where you can plug 74 in at a time. <laughs> I do like that. It's, not more than five. Yeah. It's the incandescence where it's like, please don't plug three in a row. It's going to explode. <laughs> and then LED. Yeah. You could put about 350 of these bad boys next to each other. It's like, what am I lighting? What am I lighting? My entire house? Maybe. I mean. And then next year, going up cool. there, just nailing it to the, to <laughs> the, the shingles. shingles. <laughs> just going big. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. We like, we like it. Yeah. Holly jolly. You even had, uh, Michael Buble. Fake Sinatra rolling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Michael Buble. Buble is my favorite Christmas. I don't really, sometimes, well, last year I listened to a lot of like the classic Christmas songs, mm-hmm. but I 
love Michael Bublé. And my favorite Christmas song is him and Shania Twain's cover of White yeah, Christmas. The Twain. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, we like that. But yeah, no, just uh, going good. And going you got good. a short week this week, so you're going to oh, yeah. be in vacation mode soon. Oh, ain't that the truth. It's going to be good. Mm. going to be good. Speaking of good, you, should we get through some of this anime news? Sure. It's not going to be too long. Last episode went a little crazy. And I know sometimes <laughs> if you guys come back to this podcast, <gasps> we almost forgot about them. It's because they, they keep moving further and further. Hey, you. Yeah, that's not new here. Welcome back. <laughs> we love you to death. And thank you so much for being here. Another episode. I know that you understand that sometimes we get a little frazzled. So <laughs> we appreciate you still being our friend. Thank you. <laughs> So anyways, back to that news thing. Yeah, last episode, I was like, that was a long news session. And I think if someone found our little show here, if you can call it a show, uh, came here for what we were talking about, and then we talked about news for 20 minutes, I'd be pissed. So. And, oh, it was the. um, uh, Beyond the Boundary. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's all right. There's only like seven people listening to that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, we don't share statistics. Unless you're in our Discord. Go Go Loser Ranger, the anime video reveals Divine Dragon Rangers cast, because everyone was wondering, who the hell are the Rangers going to be? Just kidding. No one cares. But that <laughs> show is going to be sick. I don't care. Who we watched is. a little, uh, like, a review trailer of it, and I'm excited. It's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm down with it. We got, uh, we got plenty, of, plenty of good things to look, look forward for. <laughs> well, I don't look forward for. <laughs> look forward to yeah yeah look i guess forward that, for yeah i look forward to i'm just making fun of you i'm pulling your leg no i and i agree <laughs> now i'm starting to think why did i say it like that <laughs> that, don't, that don't make no sense uh high dive is to end their service <gasps> oh no no just oh. in certain areas outside of the north uh out of the old north america on december oh. 14th rip um sorry if you're watching it <laughs> Yeah, they provided a statement in light of the strong demand for anime content around the world. We are constantly evaluating the high dive business and are strategically focusing our operations on a fast growing global markets that represent approximately 98% of our current customer base. This move will unfortunately result in the disruption of service for some customers outside of our major markets. We're working directly with customers to manage the through those transitions. Now, they are talking about focusing on operations and that's great now if they could focus on their ui <laughs> and not having a fucking vhs player as a web player yeah let's get that high dive we do like high dive for as cheap as it is i think someone um i googled high dive i don't even know why why would you google it but i did and uh someone was like is it worth it it's like three dollars a month as far as a streaming service is gonna go it's the most worth it because it's so cheap. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a decent a lot amount of good of, stuff on it. I think yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and it had said it in the article because AMC networks acquired Sentai holdings, which includes Sentai Filmworks and the high dive streaming service in January. Oh, so with that, obviously high dive is going to be showing off the Sentai Filmworks and the Sentai, um, holdings properties, which includes, if this is correct, uh, licensed numerous anime, including Made in Abyss. So that means, which we knew, Made in Abyss was on High Dive. Uh, Akami Ga Kill, which mm -hmm. I've been wanting to watch. Food Wars. Uh -huh. And Parasite the Maxim. 
Oh. So we won't. I let's face it. I do want to watch that show again. That one song. Oh. What is it? We talk about it every time. I know, too. and I can't remember. Parasite, the Maxim song. What would and it, next to you potentially? I can't remember. I'd have to hear it. Yeah. Oh. What it a good show. Every time. That song gets me to my gut. I don't even know why. Mm-hmm. There's something about it. Beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah, I don't want to spoil what we're going to talk about in this episode, but I was just thinking doing dishes. Like I have shower thoughts, not in the shower. It's usually when I'm doing dishes. Dish thoughts. Yeah. Classic. And, um, it involves water. And, <laughs> and I was thinking about shows that I would love to scrub my mind of. Did we already talk about this last episode? Shows you'd like to scrub your memory of to be able to watch again and enjoy like that. That could be a fun little episode. Feeling. Yeah. And I feel like Parasite is one of them. Parasite's for sure. Uh, Erased. Because you can't watch Erased again because you already know who the big bad is. Um, Yeah. I feel like 86 is ending. Oh my gosh. And getting the, as we'll talk about, like the rage of just the hate in the show. Like it just makes you fire on all cylinders. There's a lot of shows that would be great to have like a virgin, like, untainted rewatch oh yeah you know because some things have great rewatchability but it takes away a little bit of the imagine being an attack on titan fan oh my god after like like say it's ended now they're like "Hmm, i've never heard of that show let me take a gander and they get to just binge that shit i know like the memes where we saw like the people like us It's this took forever. And then the people who binged it in a weekend, that that went really quick. Really quick. (laughs) Speaking of really quick, granted, no, this has been actually never mind. This hasn't been the opposite of quick. Tower of God season two. Oh my gosh. It's premiering in July, (gasps) finally. Oh my gosh. I was just talking about that. Mm -hmm. That's definitely They heard my prayers. And you know what? I'm fine with this waiting because if it means that we're gonna get some qual I don't want this one to crash and burn. Yeah. I love the setup so far has been great. And can you imagine, hopefully, the increase in visual quality from... I know. When is Tower, Tower of God? I think we watched that. Well, it's, not, it's not that old, but 2020? Yeah. No, I'm going to say 2019. Let's go with... I don't think we were living in this house yet. No, we definitely weren't. So that is going to be Tower of God. This is the webtoon animated series. Looks like April 1st, 2020. Okay. I, cause yeah, I knew we were still in our townhome, but I, I'm pretty sure I remember watching that when we were under lockdown, but um, (laughs) locked up. But can you imagine hopefully the jump in quality from then to now? Hopefully it's really good. I just want to see Bam. I just want to see Bam. And that dude. See you next Tuesday, Rachel. Rachel. Uh, I mean, have we ever trusted a Rachel? No offense, Rachel, um, who's listening right now. I don't. I don't think I've even known a Rachel. I was gonna say I don't. I don't think I have either. Yeah. Huh. No. Yeah, I, I mean, there's had to have been one. Right. <laughs> there's always one. There's always one Rachel out there. <laughs> sometimes she's and sometimes in Tower of God, she's a real big bitch. <laughs> um and then look at this finally coming out the sweetest looking little show i i'm assuming we're gonna need to have danielle your danielle faye um mini danielle is gonna have to watch this one it's got netflix the english dub trailer finally came out to reveal uh, the the theme song but december 28th premiere of pokemon concierge Mm -hmm. it's a stop motion animated series 
it looks just darling. We've mm-hmm. got a main character who, who's got Psyduck at her side, and uh, Netflix describes the series as a delightful stop-motion animation tells the story of a concierge named Haru who works at a resort just for Pokemon and the guests who come to visit. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Just for Pokemon and the guests who come to visit. Well, I guess Pokemon have to have their trainer. I don't know. That's a great question. Good. Well, then it's not a resort for just Pokemon. I mean, I guess you I can't be someone this, who's but... not, who doesn't have Pokemon can't come here. You know, someone enough is like, hey, shut up. <laughs> Does it matter? Watch the show. <laughs> you know, uh, that's it for news. So we're done with that. Now we can get right into the, the nitty gritty. Mm. And I'm keeping the I am keeping the tab up for the Parasite song because we're listening to this before bed. Maybe awesome. We'll, maybe we'll cry before bed. <laughs> Uh, those of you who are not in the know and actually come here just to listen to us, hi mom, uh, without actually watching any of these shows, 86, what is it, right? Well, it's a sci-fi military mecha drama, which introduces us to, I guess the main two roles to know as far as for the synopsis goes, it's going to be something called a processor and a handler. So these nations are at war. This one nation has been overtaken and there's actually now basically this remnant ghost war of all these AI driven machines that are attacking civilization. So what we have is a split in this main town, which is called, um, oh, don't, don't do it to me. San Magnolia. The Republic of San Magnolia. And we're greeted with, uh, these processors who, Get onto a mic, or no, the handlers, handlers, sorry, oh my goodness. The handler is one who gets on this device and starts talking to their unmanned aircrafts. Now, unmanned has air quotes on it, okay? <laughs> uh, so they go out there, they tell the machines where to go, yada, yada, yada. The, the newscasts, everything that we're greeted with is showing these, oh, you know, it's been a tough fight. We lost a lot of units, but we've not lost anyone on our side. No casualties. The war is going great. It's this propaganda machine going on um and they're just they're in the processor is what's you know wielding this mech we come to find out the processors are what we call 86s it's the 86th uh district in this nation and it's dystopian in the way of everyone in this republic has white hair blue eyes it's pretty on the nose with its themes trust me we know and anyone who has colored hair or anything like that is just sent out. They're not, they are called 86 to make them seem less human. Mm-hmm. And they're referred to, yeah, as animals, basically. Yes. So we get to join the main character uh, of this show who goes by the name of, uh, Mil- what, how did, what is it called? Mil- Malise? Yeah, basically. They just always refer to her as Handler One. Yeah, Handler One. <laughs> well, Handler One here um, is pretty wise to it. Her father was very much a, hey, these are people we need to, you know, very gung-ho in that way. She takes up the torch and she takes it very seriously. Other people aren't. A lot of the people in her role are just sitting there drinking and not taking the war serious. Um, and so what this show is, is the exploration between her caring towards this group of people that she's now been chosen to lead and just kind of walking through the war, going through the war, the prejudice, and as every military thing goes, the unbreakable bonds of a unit 
that is in a pretty shit situation. Yeah. And someone, one person going against a huge system that is just full of biases where they, you know, it's basically a losing battle yes. that she's trying to win yep. with making people realize that 86 and the people that are fighting this war are actually people behind the robots yeah. and that they are still human, flesh and blood, and need to be treated equally. Absolutely. Um, sound deep enough for you? Well, I would <laughs> tune in if you haven't. This is definitely one that is not on the miss it list. If you're not into mech, mecha anime, this is a nice sweet spot. You get some pretty cool action, but it's not all about the action in this. And as a matter of fact, the mechs are more just like spider-like in this show. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's going to do any cool like four second transformation thing. It's certainly no G Gundam. Um, I mean, what Shin does with his Mac is pretty dope. But yeah. Shin <laughs> does some sequences that are akin to Beyblades uh, at certain <laughs> points. But something I thought was interesting was um, so this is this was broken up into part one, 11 episodes, part two, 12 episodes and part one, which both part one and part two have an a, a, an above eight score. So 8.29 for part one. As it eight, should. 8.71 for part should two. Should have an 8.6. Oh, for so part two. For both. Oh, oh yeah. 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 But um, ranked out of all anime, part one, which I thought was weird, was ranked at 259. But part two was ranked at 54. So we're above 100. Oh. And I was like, hell yeah. Cause that's it. We like it. Yeah. This is one I wish, I mean, we only, I feel like we only recently started like talking about 86. It hasn't been that long compared yeah. to other shows. So we've tabled, um, for longer, but this is a show that I think is a sleeper for sure. hundred percent. And a sleeper in such a way that don't let our, again, I, I tend to say our reviews aren't necessarily reviews. It's just us talking about how we feel about it. And then you guys can agree or disagree, but we do have a little bit of a backing that this show is pretty damn good. The Crunchyroll Anime Awards of 2022 and 2023. This was nominated for Best Drama in 2023 and nominated for Anime of the Year, Best Girl, Best Score, and Best Drama in 2022. Didn't take home any of them, but being nominated is good and well enough. Sure. Right? Uh, then at the Anime Trending Awards, don't even know what that is. Uh, it took second place for Anime of the Year 2022. It won. New Anime of the Year. Oh, wow. Uh, and then it was a nominee in Action or Adventure Anime of the Year, Best Voice Acting Performance from a Male for Shoya Chiba. Mm-hmm. Um, who was... That's, um, that's Shin. Yeah, for Shin. And then Best Performance from Ikumi Hasegawa, who I would assume okay. then... Yep, is Millie's. Or, oh yeah, we can just call her Lena or... Reina or Regina. She's got a lot of names in this show, but yeah, we'll call her Lena. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so cool. So yeah, a lot of nominations. Does that mean it's necessarily the greatest? No, but it does show that it did get a little bit of attention as far as the mainstream goes, which is fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, spoilers inbound. Obviously we're going to be talking about the show and our thoughts on it. So, uh, you've been warned and that's that in a bag of chips. Now, from the beginning of this show to the end, I think it was a great first couple episodes because there was the perfect amount we've talked about in the past. I like to be confused just the right amount. This show did it. I'm like, what the hell's a processor? What the hell? 
What's a handler? What's going on? It's solved. And after that, the world building is so exquisite that you're just like, yeah, of course. Nothing, everything else makes so much sense. And it just has a great feeling to it. You're feeling for all the characters. You're actually, uh, which is easy. I think war drama has that. It's a little bit of a cheat code at war drama. I think it's very easy to take such a bad time in human history and stuff like that. Everyone knows war sucks. And throw people who shouldn't be in that war into it. And you're like, well, of course. So it's kind of a, a, a little bit of a cheat. But I think it does it great handling the little intricacies of it, showing not on the nose, as you said, of when Lena, she's fighting this fight against she's someone who has she's relatively higher up in ranks not too high but she's decently ranked uh soldier in the in in this cause and she's it's futile she's got this uncle who's even higher up and she keeps fighting she's like we want to do this we want to do this and she's like yeah your dad did this too and then now he's dead listen nothing's gonna change everyone is telling her nothing's gonna change she ends up having the last laugh obviously but what a development with her she goes from kind of like it was interesting seeing her put in check mm-hmm. because as the show first progresses, it's like, okay, we've got these kids soldiers. They have a pretty good sense of humor of what's going on because the fact that they are even talking to her and even like entertaining her. Exactly. So then when they do lose that member and then she's still trying to talk sweet and the one kid snaps, that was the most like, that was the first part of the show that I'm like, whoa that's real like Mm -hmm. the guy goes listen okay we play this game all the time someone just died you need to shut up we don't want to talk to you 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 don't know what's yeah you don't know what's going on you can just be there and i think he even says like you can basically like paraphrase like you get to sit in your ivory tower yeah like (sighs) which i mean come on safe and we have to deal with this so so. as far as yeah someone yelling from the trenches that was a heavy hit moment i instantly knew there i'm like this is a pretty damn good show as far as the dialogue hits instant shift in her character there because you had heard of like oh they scare away their handlers some handlers have even you know left the planet because of these guys (laughs) and you think what they don't seem that bad that moment happens and you're like all right lena uh balls in your court well i was confused was it that or because they started to hear the voices they were connecting too much that too but no like the stresses and the stresses but you realize that it could have been a multitude of things just people can't handle this squad Mm -hmm. and because they are yeah they as far as the war goes they're the most up in the guts so yeah because everyone the could the 86 basically filter down and down and down basically the longer you live is what they made it seem like yeah you eventually end up in spearhead yeah which is essentially just the last uh point for you to be alive basically and where you're going to end exactly very, very much uh, shown when they are sent on a mission that is 100% a kill mission. And yeah. Then suddenly now we're looped in. Oh, okay. Uh, pretty rough. Pretty rough, yeah. but very good uh, scope. Like they show in these, because we're only watching little nuggets of this war. You can feel the entire war just between this and they do good as far as... Um, kind of keeping the context of everything and, and giving you the background that you need to fully immerse into the, the world that this is. So very, very cool. 
heavily surprised on that. The only, the only downside I think I can see for me was as, and I know we're jumping around, so I apologize, but as we did get into the second part, mm-hmm. things were still happening there. There's not a lack of progression in the show at all. It's always moving. Everything's great. There was kind of that one filler where the, the kids are all now in the new, uh, the Federation. Yes. Was it the Federation? And they're having their day to day one. They show their personalities a little bit, which we kind of needed. So it still had, it per, had its purpose, but it was kind yeah. of a filler. They episode. had their like break period before they had to decide what they were going to do with their lives. Which makes sense because it ultimately goes back to, oh, look, they're having they're finally you're seeing these people that have had it so shitty getting a little taste of that nice life and they don't even want it. They're like, no, this sucks. I want to be back out there. You know, definitely uh, some battle hardened anime characters if i do say so myself but that that filler episode was actually the ending was great when they started their parade whatever the festival was and they were showing off the new machines basically that they came up with um and they're in the parade and you see each of them because they're not all together um i love raiden he's the guy with the spiky green hair and him and then every other person's perspective from the former 86 spearhead squadron are seeing these machines on parade but i loved raiden's uh because the other two guys he's in the moving truck with are like oh they're like saying this and that and the other about and he's got his hand like (laughs) it would be on the joystick of the cockpit like moving it around and stuff Uh and it's like yeah they just they can't disconnect and it's so sad, but then it's so like real at the same time. Like oh, that's yeah. all they knew. And of course I loved, I think Shin or someone says it later on where like why, if there's still a war going on and people are still fighting, I don't want to sit back and make other people. I don't want to feel like how, um, I think it was Elda, like whatever the white haired people yeah. were. I don't want to act how they were making other people fight for them mm-hmm. when, you know, I can take up that mantle too. Yeah. Cause everyone else in the context of understanding, they even knew what an 86 was and these, these kids come by and it's like the legit leader of this area is like, nah, they've done enough. Let's let them relax. And I'm like, no dude, it's time. We got to keep kicking some balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So that whole sequence, but kind of leading up to, it was starting to like, I wasn't kind of falling off of it, but just, yeah, as it kind of was going on and going on and going, I'm like, where is this going? I was starting to like kind of chillax and the hype was slowly dying off, just going into the final act. Once the final act hit and once that final episode hit. Oh, that final episode. I was... I was expecting some emotion from 86. Uh, And it was relatively reserved, I think, the whole time. That last episode, that one caught me. Mm -hmm. It caught me good. I almost teared up legitimately. I was was tearing up. Yeah. Which says a lot because you're Mrs. Stone Cold with these anime. (laughs) What was the one? Your Your line, line, April. April. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I was more emotional, I think, for this than your line, April. Absolutely. Oh, plastic memories. You know, well, I, come on, <laughs> plastic memories was killer. Um, yeah, and something I also love that they did with the story was their their non-linear storytelling with using flashbacks. Yeah. And very small snippets. It it wasn't prolonged and it it wasn't confusing I think to me as a viewer, but they did a great job with weaving flashbacks with present day and it all was laid out beautifully and made a really great narrative. Just to like the, to tell the story and a lot of different characters and their backstory and like weaving it into what they're dealing with right now. Yeah. And I loved, I love when that's executed in the way that this was. Sometimes it's not done well and it's too prolonged of a backstory or flashback. And I think they did just enough to make you Well, and they did it care. in such a rhythm too. Yeah. That after the first time I was like, oh wait, oh, oh that was a different time. Then it just so seamlessly whenever they would do the flashback and they'd kind of mix it up sometimes uh, just ever so slightly. But no, it was so well done that, yeah, it was always pertinent. It was always like, oh, jump to here. We see this. Jump to here. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frederica was yes. it? Was it was the name? Mm-hmm. That character was interesting because obviously you need the freaking the little annoying cutesy girl in it. Um, she wasn't too annoying, luckily, but she was getting there. Uh, was not expecting, like when we looked up her voice actress, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be Beatrice yeah. from uh, ReZero. And it's not. So this actress. So you have verified it. Oh, I not. haven't. Okay. But I thought you said you did. So actually um, let's verify this. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Which speaking of voice actors, so Shin, I guess, and I, and we've never seen it, so I don't, I, I got no context, but apparently he's the voice of the main dude from Classroom of the Elite can confirm it's not it's not the chick she yeah. is not but so it sounds very, hella like it's, it though. It's her, it certainly does so yeah yeah but uh yeah no so the voice acting was good on it, it generally is and we would not know because obviously that's the point of listening to sub is that we don't know what the hell they're saying so it just sounds good just sounds great you know yep um as far as the pay because the pacing is like it's so gung ho looking at Lena at the beginning. A good majority of the show ends up not even focusing on her. So when I think that's why the end hits so far is so good for me is like, oh my god, yeah, I forgot. Holy shit, they're meeting, and then the missed opportunity, but then this and this. Ooh, Shin playing hard to get. Um, yeah, the episode eleven when Shin finally defeats. The, uh, what do they call it? The morph morpho? Yeah. Like the, the big the, ass. The, yeah. the big robot. Um, when he's in the robot and he sees her and he doesn't. I know. It, oh, like the cockpit starts to open, like he's going to come out. And then I, I think one of her handlers comes and he kind of closes it again. Yeah. Um, cause there's legion that are going to be coming. That was. That was the biggest blue balls I had ever felt in anime. I was like, are you kidding me? But I'm like, at that point too, I'm like, okay, whoa, 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 dude. You're supposed to be the hardest guy ever. You're supposed to be like, you know, fucking no emotion. Open the thing. Say, hey, no, apparently 
Yeah. Uh, She'll get you. Yeah. And I loved how in the last episode, they set it up to where, okay, there's going to be someone from uh, the former, what did we call it? Republic? Yeah. Who's going to be joining the Federacy and leading the troops, basically. Um, And they join. So they know they're all aware. And um, she doesn't know yet because their names are blocked out. And I was almost afraid they were going to make us wonder and like make our own conclusions of them meeting. And I think it was post credit, basically, like literally the last five minutes of the of the episode where they get to do the reveal. She brings what she thinks is the memorial where they all die. Mm -hmm. She leaves her little paper drawings and pays her respects. And then, oh, you can meet some of your new new team. And then it's them. And that was that was just the best. It's a goosebump moment for sure. And it's also it's obviously with this show, too. It's so grounded in not making sure to not give too much happiness because war is still going on. So the end of this is so, so happy. But at the end of the day, they're still going to be fighting. So we, we, we may have some problems up and coming, but the, the meeting was great. It was the full arc of our main girl getting battle hardened, starting to take that advice. So, you know what? Yeah. Why am I not hitting the front line? She ends up being just, she only, her entire town is decimated. She is only situated because she had her, uh, you know boots laced up for wartime and she she handled the biz yeah. they ended up calling her some cool ass shit too didn't yeah. they call regina her like, the bloody or something like that but bloody regina bloody regina but then didn't they call her the one chick would always call her queen oh <laughs> yeah my like, queen yeah which was pretty fun which i think she, i think she could only have done that obviously because she gained the respect and af- and obviously we see it a lot more after um, Shin and the rest go on their final mission. Yeah. And obviously aren't there anymore. And she gets she gets demoted because of what she did. She's <laughs> a different handler for a different team. And then we see how much they revere her, like her trying harder. Yeah. To do things, get missiles, whatever, like really bending the rules. And now she's got a little squad you see in the capital, like people helping her. Yeah. And yeah, only she could have done that and like rallied the 86 to defend any part of of the nation that segregated them because yeah. of well, her, her uncle, faithfulness. Her uncle was even like, yeah, best of luck. Why would they defend us right now? Yeah. Which, man, that escalated quick. Oh, look, they're coming for the town. They're <laughs> in town, baby. Yeah. It's go time. Yeah, that was that was cool. And. A lot happens in in the 24 episodes or whatever it is, whatever Mm. it ends up being. But end of the day, we got another top tier Shiro for us. That's all I'm looking to get out of most of these shows. But it's it's something that um, it's making me now regret not getting the figure. Oh, yeah. And then it was way too overpriced when you looked for it online. And trust me. I'm willing to, to to go a little bit above and beyond, not that much, but beyond. So, so maybe some, someday. Something that you wanted me to write down. Oh my for gosh! Was, I, I just remembered right when you said okay. it. But go ahead. Was using the cinematic bars 
Yeah, so that was episode 22, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, which was called, did we write that down or no? I think it was literally called Shin or something. Well, we called it 22, but because it's broken up into two. No, I think it was literally 22. Oh, okay. Whatever. Anyway, so whatever. What it, says. it doesn't matter. It's all, hey, semantics, am I right? Um, yeah, so in this case, it was cool because obviously black bars at the top and bottom of a screen give off a cinematic look. You'll see that as like the hokey little things with cameras used to get back and they, ooh, it shoots in a cinematic mode and it's got the black bars. That episode was so dope. And was it during the Morpho fight? It was during, yeah, like just before. I don't know when exactly it was. You're, I'm not. Sorry. Listen, you expect me to remember <laughs> anything? Um, they were just, it, it would turn white and then suddenly it was just blurring the scene. It was just, they were using it in such an artistic way that it was like, that's nice. That's a good switch up and it's a good fun way. They even, they had the bars actually closing in on the screen, showing the closing off of this. They were using it in such an emotional way. And while it's not the most incredible thing for, you know, it's been done using that in certain things. But it's refreshing because it's been a while since I've seen that. It's been a Uh So, so big ups to this show. Also keeping its uh, artistic integrity and keeping the kind of more uh, loose storytelling elements in there. So I thought, I thought it was great. It just was a good little addition. It didn't change too much, but it was just a nice nod to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's great. Now, um, what are some memorable moments or like scenes or moments that happen that maybe weren't your favorite they could be your favorite sure but maybe stuck out or was like shocking or i don't know obviously we had seen shin taking not taking life but to ensure that the quote-unquote ai or this this army doesn't get to you because we end up finding out that they're using the heads of people to like pilot and do weird stuff with be more sentient to control the like lackey robots basically more organized pretty metal Uh, (laughs) that's actually that's kind of one of those low-key things that now that i'm actually thinking about it's very matrix like that's real dystopian the machine's truly using humans anyways so what he'll do is he'll cap his his dying uh teammates just right in the face it's crazy it's brutal and they show it often. It's brutal every time, but it hit 100% worse for our character later on, the one that had the sister. Oh, you're going to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that one of your moments? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Take it from there. What was his name? Eugene. Eugene. I'm pretty sure. Um, Fitzherbert. So Eugene is part of the new Federacy that they're in. Yeah. They go to their, their school together, uh, do their training. Uh other people that Eugene knows are like, hey, don't don't hang out with him. He's called the Reaper. He's messed up. He's an 86, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, Eugene's just a good guy. He good is guy. good guy through and through. And they end up reconnecting on the battlefield. It's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eugene shows Shin the locket of his sister. And they're just talking whatever. And they literally go. From his hand holding the locket in the scene (laughs) to his, what you find out moments later, his decapitated hand in the battlefield full of blood. And Shin comes, sees that it's Eugene, and he's just covered in blood. He's not going to make it. Yeah. 
caps them. Well, before that, he's like my my the my picture. So mm-hmm. Shin finds his hand and he pauses. Like I think, I think because I don't know. I'm assuming mm-hmm. because Eugene isn't an eighty six. This he's thinking all oh, this probably isn't the potential that he should have had. Like being a normal soldier, whatever. I'm assuming that's why he was a little torn up. Yeah. Because everyone else has a backstory that he knew from 86. Finds the picture, lets him have his moment to see his sister's face in the picture, caps him. And then he's getting berated by people the coming off the cut. Sh- yeah, who just shows up out of nowhere. It's like, you showed up now. Yeah. But, really? But the... The forever burned in my mind of the locket in the cafeteria to hand in the field was so rough. Right. You expected it, but you didn't. You- well, I expected it. I didn't expect it literally in the uh, next shot. That's was, true. This- that was rough. And then the hate letters that that sister was writing. Just rough. Uh, hated that part. <laughs> so yeah, glad no. that guy apologized for it in the end. Uh, yeah, that whole stuff with Eugene was so messed up. Ain't that the truth. And that was probably one of the parts besides the ending that stuck out in my mind the most. It was very well done, like just where the show chose to do its efforts, because it would take some deaths would just be a blip and you're like, oh, okay. And then some, they would do this great mix. They would keep you on your toes for most of it. And I mean, that's just. It's just good storytelling, obviously. And then on top of that, you've got the animation in the show. It's not going to knock your socks off, but it was still quite good. Uh, the action sequences, fine. Uh, yeah, that's A1 pictures for you, right? So A1 did what? They did like Sword Art Online, Darling in the Franks, Psychano, a bunch of big ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, expected no less, and it's great that they took on this project. They did a race, speaking of which. Oh, there you go. Um, Kaguya. It's just got that clean look. It's just clean, it's classy, and we like it a lot. Solo leveling is what they're doing, solo leveling, I guess. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a favorite character? I don't... That's a good question. I don't want to say Shin. I think he's cool, but I don't think he's my favorite. I thought the whole crew was great, like even Anju doing her cooking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karena, kind of annoying a little mm. bit. Uh, Theodo doing his drawing. Yeah, we got to explore that. No, I, you know what? Let's just say, for me, it's Lena. I know it's basic, but would you say Shin's yours? Yeah, so there was a point when we were watching the show in the beginning, I was like, is this my new husbando? Like, <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> this guy is dope. You know, scars, red eyes. And the... Uh, cold, hard <laughs> stare, you know? <laughs> the cold exterior. Yeah. Um, I did like him. Uh, I, I feel like he, he had to be that way to protect himself. And well, as course. you obviously find out with his brother, he just got a lot of demons. Yeah, um, he does. I, I think I liked the crew of Spearhead as a whole. It was such a great surprise, which I guess is another memorable moment when they're yeah. fighting the Morpho or starting to like do that mission. And you just assume that everyone's dead and well, they're not. <laughs> which most of them, it's like, okay, could have seen them coming back. But to that point, 
uh, Raiden? Well, yeah, he's dog. Gets no exploded. way. The guy's dead. <laughs> so I don't know how he got out of that, but we're just gonna cut. We're gonna chalk it up to Raiden's good ass pilot. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. So that was pleasantly surprising. I was. I didn't think they were all going to make it the whole no. way to the end. This show doesn't do happy-go-lucky. So the yeah, fact this that is they basically Game of us, Thrones. Like I was prepared to not be attached yeah. to anyone because I, I loved the character that Anju, um, the other blonde guy. I can't remember what his name was, but who oh, unfortunately mm, who yes, died. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, and something to note, I wish. I wonder if we can look it up, but um, that guy and Anju, Anju, when he was going to die, he, his mouth moves in the anime, but they there's do no. that so much And it's like, I can't too. read anime lips. Okay? Well, no one can. It's <laughs> up and down. And then Anju does it too in two different sections of the show. So it's like, oh, I wonder what is that? What are they supposed to be saying in that moment? Do you want to talk about dipping into a crazy juxtaposition to this show? Hmm. There's a manga that's a hmm. spinoff called 86 Operation High School oh, that gosh. takes place in a world where none of the tragic events occurred and the war never happened. Shin, Lena, and other characters are enjoying their normal high school life akin to the one in Japan. Kind of would be invested in that. <laughs> I want to see them happy, obviously, based on my emotions at the end of this show. But yeah, uh, too fun. Yeah. Um, Shin, too, is just like he had his psycho moments. For sure. But uh, for the weight he's carrying, got to tell you, what a what a what a rock for the rest of the operation. Mm -hmm. Keeping it going and just so quick to because he had that special ability of being the dude who really could hear everything and and know things were coming. And that fact that he causes that rock slide and says, oh, hey, my turn to pilot. They're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that yeah, no, just great moments throughout the show. And actually, now the more that we're talking about, normally in a show, I'm like, yeah, it was just, it was a good ride. This, there are so many moments that I can recall instantly. Them le him leaving that letter and just the sweet moments between an unconnected, you know, people from two different worlds, yet they're connecting on one layer and doing all this stuff. But I would, for Lena to be my favorite, I would say is if beginning of this show wouldn't say she was. Yes. Because everything they said about her was true. You know, she goes out of her way and she, like, she gives Spearhead fireworks for a day. And it's like, at first in the show, I'm like, wow, she is being really nice to them. And then the, the show even calls myself out at that point. It's like, okay, yeah, you're doing all this stuff, but what are you doing? You're not, you're comfy up there. We're going to die. And I'm like, yeah, the fireworks was kind of fucked up, Lena. Maybe not cool, Lena. And then suddenly I'm against her. But no, the, the glow up was huge. Mm -hmm. And then her friend, too. Talk about oh my getting gosh. at each other's throats. Yeah. Uh, Annette. Mm-hmm. Smart gal. But yeah, they, they were. Those are some girl best friends, no doubt. Yeah. Zooey mama. I love the tease at the very last moment of 86, the last episode. Um, when. I can't remember what they're looking at, but Lena and Shin are, oh, they're just standing in a line, maybe. Okay. And you see their shadows on the ground and their hands move closer 
oh, to yeah. each other's. And I was like, that's all I needed. That's it. <laughs> that's it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one more thing as far as going to, to harken back to the time skipping thing. Mm. So they would even use the time skip for like, sorry, I was like, I almost burped right there. That was weird. <laughs> that was a real weird thing going on in my thing. Uh, but they would use the time skip in a way of we'd get at the end of an episode, a character dying or, or we would, because it was still so new some of the characters that like, it just shows uh Kirschblut on the map dead. And you're like, no. And then it cuts back and then you see a character that you'd seen before. And then someone calls her Kirschblut and I'm like, Oh yes. no. And she's the one who's going to die. Great time warpage. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Yes. And I, they had some really great lead-ins at the tail end of an episode leading up to the next episode. Mm. One, and it's also like that time uh, jumping thing. So Fido, who's the mechanical machine that kind of helps them on the battlefield, carry extra things, whatever. You, the episode goes and then unprompted, yeah. you're just getting Fido's backstory where Shin as a very young 86 on the battlefield, he's the only one who survives, comes across Fido. And it's, I don't know, maybe like your comrades are all dead. Like, why don't you come with me? And Fido decides to stay with Shin. So Fido is only there because of Shin. And you're always under the assumption that Fido is just there to serve (laughs) Spearhead. But he follows him. And through Fido's eyes, basically, you see the framing of kind of a recording system. yeah. Watching Shin as he's growing up, doing different things, and watching other people like Karenna when she's like gushing about Shin or something and she's going through all of her emotions that we've seen at other points of the show, but now we're seeing Fido watching her do that and other people. Very cute. The last scene, which was so sad, was him like... It's just his eye from outside, like you looking at his eye and you see flames and then it starts to pan out and he's in a field of flame and you realize, oh my gosh, that's like right now. That's where we're at. And then (laughs) it goes into the next episode. They don't show that. It's unspoken. But Shin is standing in front of Fido and you just see the burnt and you just realize that he's gone. And it's like... Oh my gosh, you just <laughs> tore my heart out for a robot. <laughs> the one that's hardly in the show, really, except for just yeah, right? bringing, that's like a cute little lapsing thing. I love the yeah. trailers that get attached to Fido that also have legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. Um, but yeah, just did a great job. It's I, a great show. It's a great show. And it's one that you don't have to, I would suggest binging it. That's how we did it. And it was phenomenal. But say you didn't want to, say you wanted to watch part one, then go off to another show. They did recap episodes. Mm-hmm. I think there were two recap episodes yeah. in part two alone. Yeah. So if, if you missed some, they were making sure you remembered it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why we remembered so much. The show is like, this is for you too. <laughs> I've listened to an episode. I don't know if you guys even fucking watched it. <laughs> you know? But yeah. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a joy. This, this was a joy. Yeah. Are we going to watch uh, Violet Evergarden? We? Oh, yeah. Which I thought that was a 24 and we just found out that's a 12 13. or 13. 13 in a movie. So yes, we'll see. Right. I, I do have days off this week so we could potentially still make it happen. Yeah. 
immediately put but let's be honest it's it's a family week so don't <laughs> yeah, hold true. us to it but we are trying big shout out to everyone in the discord um who likes to just help us continue our anime addiction you guys mean a lot to us no i was gonna joke i forgot we we said we were gonna watch violet Evergarden, but yeah. um no watch um what's the gundam show we started to watch like the og oh With- like legitimately mobile suit gun okay yeah yeah hey you want to talk about war baby <laughs> you want to talk about the federation <laughs> yeah those uh i want to get some on some uh universal century that's right someday i also want to watch fate <laughs> i want to i kind of want to watch everything you know what i mean yeah yeah and we were talking about was it was it code gas we were talking about and i'm like there is so much to this show i don't even know where to start <laughs> exactly right I think it was that one. It was that or Steinsgate. I can't remember. There's a lot of popular ones I think we need to start getting through. Yeah. <sighs> Jujutsu. Granted, oh we heard bad gosh. news on that. Oh. Gra- well, bad news as far as the releases go. Good news on these, the homies. We all joke about, are they even able to eat these animators? They're finally standing up uh, and, and we cannot complain about that. So, yeah, it sucks, but it does not suck for them. Hopefully. Exactly. Hopefully they still have a job come you know, when their strike is over. Yeah, no kidding. Right. I don't know how how the work. You know, legality is over. You never Japan. know. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Oh, awesome. So from depressing war drama to. Back to Thanksgiving week. Everyone, And then into depressing Evergarden. Yeah. So, yeah, get happy this week. (laughs) Eat good. Take a nap. Because we're going to get depressing next Monday as well. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) I mean, hopefully that we can can get through it. Yeah. If not, we'll have to probably talk about Puss in Boots or something. (laughs) The Last Wish. My favorite anime of life. Which. It's It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's a great. But it's a great movie. And you know what? We've seen it 400 times. Still hitting. Oh, yeah. Still hitting every time. Yeah. He is my favorite fearless hero. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anywho, hope the start to this week goes great. Avoid any of that Thanksgiving drama if you can. And uh, just grub up. That's that. A bag of chips. And uh, next time we talk to you, Danielle will be one year older. Still looking great. (laughs) Still looking lovely. So Uh, thank you, Danielle. And uh, thank you all, especially if you've made it to this point in the episode. You must be a great friend of the show. We don't deserve you, but here you are anyways. Thanks. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. Massive fan of you. I hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. Do you want to throw a massive in there? Could you even try? I don't even know how I do it. Do you want to do it? I don't know if I can. Massive. Massive. I can't get that That's actually pretty decent. I can't do the low tones. Yeah, hoping for a massive turkey this year. I'm KOing. I'm eating (laughs) and, and just straight. 86 and if you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) all right anywho uh that's it all right send them out daniel bye guys